This is Soph. This is Rich. And we are from across the pond. pond. How was your weekend, Soph? I feel like I've crammed so much in. And now I'm knackered, but it's been good. Um, Most most importantly, before I divulge into the weekend, got myself a new chair. So no more... No more fidgeting about, no more, oh, excuse me, sorry, this chair's really uncomfortable. No more pillow off my bed stuffed underneath to make it a bit more padded. I can I can twizzle around. I'm Uh-oh. in the game. Mm. Uh-oh, she's in. She's in like people. I'm in. And uh, before anybody out there mentions it, yes, I've come to the table, no face on, no head, just washed again today. Because it's Sunday. And you know what they say? Sunday is meant to be a day of rest. It wasn't a day of rest. So now I'm going to have an evening of a rest. Evening of rest. Yeah. So anyway, the weekend, I... God, Friday seems like ages ago. I feel like it was ages ago that we did Friday's show. Can I just say that? Do you feel the same or not? I personally, if you want me to be honest, I think... We could have done better Friday. I'll totes agree. We'll come back to that point in a minute. But I do feel like it was ages ago it happened. Um, I took myself off to the big smoke this weekend. I went to London. Had a night. Oh, God. Wow, this cake shop, right? You know, coffee and cake is is a number one thing. Yes. Scoff biscuit cheesecake, right? Now, I'm telling you, the slice this woman caught cut even I couldn't eat it all, and I am a Biscoff number one fan. It was a beaut, absolute beaut. Had a seven, no, sorry, six-course taster meal. See, now, I've never been a fan of those. You know, when they give you a taster course, you just get, like, one blob in the middle of a massive plate. When you see it on the telly, I'm like, what's the point? Because if you taste it and it's nice, you'll be like, oh, I want more of that. But actually, it was very nice. You just It was just enough of each dish to have a little taster, I suppose. Um, did rain Saturday, which was a bit of a... Um, but today, yeah, I walked lots of steps. Way to go. And obviously, on the way back, because we was in the big smoke, stopped at Ikea on the way home where I got my beautiful chair. <laughs> Ikea. Do you have Ikea there? Oh yeah. Do you have did it was it already assembled? No. You had to put it together. That's goes to anything with Ikea, doesn't it? Even if you bought a spoon, you'd have to put it together. They don't give you nothing already made. But are people over there, sorry, now I'm not I've got to get used to it turning around when I when I don't sit still. Do people go berserk for IKEA over there? Uh not much so, but they do. IKEA have their own store. Yeah, we only IKEA's here are massive, like massive warehouse size things. Yeah, yeah, that's and they're they not here. in the town. They're like out on the skirts. Yeah, that's 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 how it is here too. But there's always ramp. It's, it's, 
it's always rammed and everybody and his mother and his dog, it seems to be there all the time. You could never get a car parking space. People fighting over stuff, you know, it is bizarre, but people love someone. It ain't that serious. It ain't that serious here. But I'm not much of a shopper. I have been there, though. And yes, you're right. Everything. But I find Ikea is one of them shops, right, where you say, oh, let's go to Ikea because we need a, a new office chair. And you go there and you come out with a new office chair, a shelving unit, some utensils for the kitchen, a plug that puts your phone charger in you didn't really need. But, you know, hey, it looks cool. Um, a spatula. Uh, do you know what I mean? You go in there for one yeah, thing. Well, that's that's me every day I go shopping. Well, wow, yeah, we know. But yeah, I've been why don't I buy a new truck? Okay. Anyway, my weekend was good. It, it, I was going to say it flew by, but it didn't, because obviously it seems like ages ago that we did Friday's show. It just went at a nice pace, but I, I did cram a lot in, even to the point where... I had to go to the supermarket when I got back to my hometown earlier and they shut up four on a Sunday. I was in there and at 10 to four, they were like, this shop is closing in 10 minutes if you make your way to the till, otherwise the till will be closing. I was like, man, they're not going to kick me out of the shop. Come to the till, all of the tills are closed. They're turning the lights off. I'm like, man, I just want to buy my shopping. In the end, they had to open another till because there was other people wanting to buy their shopping. Crazy. So they just closed up on y'all regardless. I know, and I think that's silly. Why didn't they just stop letting new people into the shop after a certain time? Listen, I, I would have chained myself to that shelf because I needed some shopping. So they either let me pay for my shopping or I walk out of there with trolley without paying this up to you. Yeah. How was your weekend while well, I relax in my new chair? I have to give some condolences to some friends who have lost their mothers this week. Uh, one of my closest friends, Ron, his wife, Shawnee, his, her mother passed away. Uh, and then my neighbor, his mother passed away. So I'm shouting out condolences to my, to oh, my friend. Sorry to hear that. I know, right? Um, and then, but then also a happy belated birthday to my brother and my sister. Yes. I have to say happy belated to them. My sister from across the pond. Yeah. And then also, so what I did was I spent time with friends and family. Um, today I went fishing. Oh, how boring. Did you catch anything? Yeah. How I caught you... five fish. Okay. How big were they? Let's not get it twisted. Were they like this? Rainbow trout. No. Rainbow trout. How big is that? I'm having for dinner. About, about yay size. You didn't chuck it back? You can't chuck it back where I went. Why? Because it's at a fishing preserve. So whatever you catch, you have to keep. And it's a nice size. They were nice size fish. So you caught five fish in there downstairs? Yes, filleted up. What's that mean? Like the heads are cut off and all I have is the meat. So you had to cut the head off? No, the guy that, where you take it to, had to cut the head off. Oh, oh, well, that's not too bad, I suppose. Or could you do all that if you had to, cut the head off and stuff? If I had to, yeah. Some people do cook it with the head and the eyes still on. I know, I don't like that. So you took all, he took all its guts out and everything? Yeah. 
are bones you, and everything. Are you gonna put it on the barbecue? I'm gonna I'm gonna deep fry it. With batter? Yep, with batter with seasoning, yeah. Ooh, you're gonna have fish and chips? Fish and chips. Maybe. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Nice. How long did you have to wait before you caught your first fish? Well, it's a fishing preserve, so maybe I was actually, I mean, not, let me break this down to you. I normally go in the evening time where it takes longer because the fish aren't really hungry. So you got to sit there and kind of wait. But I did it this morning where the fish are biting. So it took me about 10 minutes to get started. Oh. The, the ride was the longest part. Did you do you have maggots on the end of your thing? Well, I caught two with bait. Live bait. No, not not live bait. Oh. It's regular. It's kind of like um, they call it power bait, and it's it looks like putty, and you just kind of like put it on the hook and throw it out there. And I caught three without a hook. I mean, without bait, just a lure. I was going to say, how can you catch it without a hook? That would be a bit difficult. <laughs> I know, right? But the hook was broken. It was a three-pronged hook, and I only had two prongs on it, and I still caught three But fish. surely you only need one prong. I know, but I got three. Okay, sorry to take your your glory away there. You it's had it. You heard it first. I'm going to have fish for dinner. That's what he, I'm going to have. You caught a fish with a broken hook. Mm. Mm. Don't mess with mm. the broken hook. Yeah, don't mess with me. That means I'm survivalist. Yes, Bear Grylls ain't got nothing on you, man. No, nah, he has it on me because there's some stuff I couldn't do. And I love me some Bear Grylls too. But there's some stuff I couldn't do. Eat All right, so... Today is Serious Sunday. Yes. And it's, it's got loaded, as per usual. Oh, hold on. Let's just curb that for a second. Let's go back to your point about Friday's show. Yes. Friday's show, both of us were ill-prepared. Now, normally, we pick a subject and you come with a list. I wing it. You come with a list. Um, neither of us came with a list. We tried to wing it and, and it shows. Yes. See, this is what happened. Have you watched it back? Yes, it shows. We're really sorry about that. I mean, the thing is, the concept was there and it could have been good. It could have been yeah. good. I think we'll reuse jokes. We'll do that one again. Yeah, because guess what? Now, to our defense, I watched something earlier on YouTube and yeah. they did the same concept we did. Yeah. Where we were going back and forth with jokes and nobody uh -huh. really laughing. So I kind of feel a little bit better. What, that you was the only one laughing at your own jokes? <laughs> right. I mean, this, in our defense, this is the only thing I can say. It was a long week. We were both tired and we had an unexpected guest appearance at the end which couldn't be helped um yeah. for the viewers at home they'll be grateful to know it's only 36 minutes long not our usual hour so <laughs> yeah yeah so that 
that helps with the torture. Okay, let's reuse. I'm going to write that down. I've got the pen. Let's reuse jokes. So we'll just. And that ties right into honesty. Yeah, today's series sub. See, that is. Ties right in there. Get in. We're being honest. Sunday, uh, Friday, show was shite. I mean, I didn't even know what day of the week it was. I said, all right, Rich, well, I'll see you on Wednesday. It was only Friday. That's proof in the pudding of the tiredness. But yeah, honesty. Now, this has got some different avenues. It's going to go down left, right, and center. Yeah. Is honesty the best policy? No. Honesty ain't the best policy. Honesty is the only policy. And do you think it shows people's true colors if you're not honest? I think if you're not honest, your true colors will come out. What is it? There's a saying, I've said it to you before and you laughed at me. Everything always comes out in the wash. That's what they say. It all comes out in the wash eventually. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. If if you know it's going to hurt a person's feelings, would you tell them the truth even if it hurt their feelings? Yeah. Or would you not tell them at all? No, I would tell them because I personally would much rather the ugly truth than, no, the harsh truth, sorry, than an ugly lie. Because. No, I'm not saying lie to them. I'm just saying don't say nothing at all. That's different. How so? Because you're not lying to them. If they ask you and you say, do you know or what about this? Yes or no. Then that's being honest. You're not lying to them if you don't tell them, are you? Or are you? Yeah, I feel like this. If they don't bring it up, then I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna say anything. Really? Now, in if, they any op- if they open that door, if they open that door, then yeah, I'm. I'm telling the truth. In any situation, regardless. Any of what situation. I mean, me personally, I say I wouldn't say. I probably would because I'd weigh up the pros and cons. If the shoe were on the other foot. Would I want that person to tell me? If the answer is yes, then I'm telling them. If they choose then to not speak to me after that, that's the risk I'm prepared to take. Because sometimes you've got to weigh up what's worse, telling someone the truth, even though it's going to hurt them, in, but in the long run, they're gonna, it's going to be better, or not telling them, then finding out that you know, and then cutting you off. Well... That's something totally different. Like if I've known something and I know it's going to put you in harm's way, I'm going to tell you. Yeah, but I mean, say it was somebody's wife was sleeping with someone else. It ain't going to put them in harm's way. But if they if they found out that you knew. It's really none of my business. Though. But if you were if they were to come to me and, and ask me if I know. And you say, yeah, what are you going to say then if they say, why didn't you tell me? And I'm going to say it because it was none of my business. That person can get in trouble all by themselves. They don't need me to be. Well, yeah, this is the thing. If if you don't say nothing, there's a thing in there. If you give somebody enough rope, they're going to hang themselves. So, yeah, I don't know. Me, I just think honesty is best all the way. Because if you tell a lie, you've got to tell another lie to cover up that lie. And then you've got to tell another one to cover up that one to cover up that one. Um, but and if you don't say anything, you don't have to you don't have to lie at all. 
No, I'm saying to the person who tells a lie in the first place. So whoever lies, it comes out eventually. True. What do you think about, you know, like people's true colours? I think people's true colours when you really see what type of person they are. Do you think if somebody changes and their true colours come out, do you do you class that as a lie, i.e. they've lied and portrayed themselves as one type of person and then eventually their mask slips off and they're somebody else? Would you say that was a lie? No, I, don't, I, I wouldn't say that was a lie. I could just say I just feel as though they put on a front. It ain't a lie, it's a front. Yeah, but then they're lying to themselves, right? Yeah, you can say that. They're lying to themselves. They're not lying to me. They're lying to themselves. Well, really, they are, because they're lying to you that they're saying that they're one type of person and they're not that person, they're somebody else. Mm-hmm. But then I saw actually a meme the other day, you know, like when it happens in relationships, people, you start off a relationship and then sometimes a mask slips four or five months later and they turn out to be somebody else. The meme said, did his mask slip or were you just seeing him as somebody you wanted to? Do you know what I mean? So was was, was the person being perceived like, let's just take me. I'm dating you. You're mar- you're you're great for like three or four months, and then the mask slips off, and actually you're a beast. You're a bit mean. It's basically saying, did your mask slip, or did I portray you in my eyes to be that nice person because that's what I wanted to see? Actuality. Yeah. Beast. Exactly, but I just chose not to see that. That's a touchy subject, right there. Because simple fact of the matter is. Do you really know some person, somebody in the beginning? Do you really know them? Do you ever really know somebody? You could be married to somebody for 50 years. I said this before. You could be married for 50 years. You only know what they've told you. That's in anything, though. That's what I mean. So do you ever really know somebody? I'm sorry. I'm sucking on this new juice I bought. (laughs) What flavor is it? It's grape and blackberry together. And it is actually very good. Wow. It's made by Welchers. It's really, really good. Oh, you enjoy yourself over there. Thank you, thank you. Anyone I think you're doing a show? Yeah. Later might not agree with me. Well, if you're going to drink gallons, obviously not. But Clean me out. Hey, just being honest. I knew you were going to do this. So predictable. (laughs) (laughs) but back to what we're talking about when you're with someone you only know what they're going to tell you and it's up to you to decipher if that's what you want to deal with vice versa Mm. depends on how you want to deal with that person so if you met somebody and they told you the truth from day one something that weren't particularly very pleasant don't ask me what i can't think of anything but let's take me and you let's just say we got hooked up i told you something about me say about my past and it was a what, turn off weren't particularly very pleasant but i've been honest with you are you gonna cut it because i've been honest or would you have rather i lied to you and never said nothing 
it just depends on the situation. I look at it like this. If it's something that's something that I have to deal with and it's serious, I'd rather you tell me up front. Okay. If it's something, if it's something that like can be handled, hmm, do I really need to worry about it? Hmm. I don't know. It's one of those, hmm, I don't know. It's one of them you don't know until it happens moments. Exactly. You don't really know until it happens. Do you know what? There goes this honesty again, right? I'm really, I can't stop looking at your moustache because it's really bushy there. So maybe if you could just. I know. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you what happened. My barber has to be it has to, it has to grow back. Well, I can see it there. It's thicker it, here. Yeah, and that, that's all that it's, that's all my eye keeps drawing to. Yeah, it's really thick right there. Okay, well, there's us being honest again. <laughs> you look like you've got a little Charlie Chaplin bit. Just a little. Yeah. Just a little. Maybe but you're going to have to get a... I got to turn this way. You can't really tell. But that side is thicker than that side. No. It all grew back. Why don't you just shave it all off till it grows back? Mm-mm. That'll probably never happen. I did that in the military, and I'm going to tell you, to be honest, I did not like it because I looked like a little boy. But, but people want to look younger as they get older. No, I kind of want to look my age. And then it would probably look weird because I've had my hair on my face for so long. You probably... might get you. You might like it or get used to it. No. Anyway, I was just being honest. It was a bit of a distraction. Turn this way. Can't tell too much. Is that better? Perfection. <laughs> you know, like right. not, not. Yeah, carry on. So let's put this in perspective. You got a really good friend, you and the dude. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, would you would you be completely honest with the dude, even if it might break up your friendship? Or would you ignore it and let her find out on her own? No, me and the dude go back too long. It's always got to be honesty. It's always honesty. Yeah. Hmm. I got some friends I've lost friends over over some real stuff because they weren't honest with me. But, okay. mm-hmm. but it was never on no like secret stuff. Okay, but talk about this hair. My hair's getting on my nerves and a distraction. Never mind yours, but whatever. Um, you know, like fake friends, do you class them as liars? I don't have fake friends. Okay, not you personally, but you know what I mean? When someone tries to be your friend and then it actually transpires that there's... I look at fake friends where people try to be friends with you just so they can get information. Get something out of you. Yeah. That's a fake friend. Yeah. So they'd be classed as liars then, right? No, they would be classified as fake. 
Yeah, but they're not going to say, oh, by the way, can I just be your friend so that I can get to know X, Y, and Z? So therefore they are lying because they're lying. Might be a bit better. Um, they're lying about their intentions, not just to you, but to themselves. Surely. Mm. Shiny forehead, that's putting me on. Honestly, I don't have an answer for that. Because I've known a lot of people that try to get next to you just so they can find out about X, Y, Z. And then when you catch it, then you just stop talking to them. Like, you know, Do you know what I don't like? Kind of distance yourself. Yeah, but when you, what I don't like is when you do that, somehow they manage to turn it around to make you look like the a-hole. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you stopped talking to me. You did this. You did that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, don't you find that sometimes? Yeah, I find that sometimes when you're trying to do the right thing and people are not really looking, they just automatically think that you're a horrible person, but you're in actuality, you're trying to do the right thing. Dig what I'm saying? So then sometimes you're made out to be a monster when really you're not. I find that a lot, like, because I am honest and to the point, Generally, I find if people don't like it, they do try and twist it to make out like actually you're an a-hole. And I'm just like, actually, I'm not. I'm just being a nice, genuine person. Yeah, but then do you think sometimes being extremely honest makes you look like an a-hole? No, because it's how the other person chooses to take. I swear to God, you say I say this all the time. It ain't what you say, it's how you say it. Now, I could say it to make myself look like an a-hole, but I won't. I'll say it, you know, softly, softly, nicely, nicely, depending on what it is, obviously, you know, because I don't want to be an a-hole. I love, by the way, how we are curbing the, the cussing. Aren't we doing such a good job? My mum will be so proud. My father, too. And because I cuss like a sailor, ladies and gentlemen, just being honest. Me too. And people say all the time, it's not very ladylike, but you can still say swear words and have manners. It doesn't mean you're rude just because you choose to use an expletive word to express yourself. Yeah. I'm just, I just, just like being it. honest. I'm good at it. I'm good at it. Just being honest. I think there are certain sentences or certain conversations that deserve a couple of F-bombs dropped in every now and then? Well, see, I was in the military, and, I'm, and I tell people the reason why sometimes I cuss or curse or however you use foul language is because in the military, and I can't say this for everyone, but for me, I was an NCO. So NCO, what's that? That's a sergeant. I was a sergeant in the Army. And... I know, all in my eye. Something was in my eye. Um, when you have to give instructions, sometimes being nice doesn't always get you the right result. So say if I were to say, hey, everybody, you know, I need everyone to have a seat. We're getting ready to go over so-and-so. Everybody is still talking. If I come in and go, hey, soldiers, shut the blankety blank up, have a seat, we're gonna get this 
shiggity done and over with, then they're they're more receptive to that. I don't know why, but that only that's only my opinion. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to be forthright. Just go well, at the I, I ain't mad at you. Oh, yeah. To get their attention. Sometimes you use just to get their attention. Like I say, I don't think there's anything wrong with a couple of swear words. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. Oh, yeah, I agree. I say I'm, I say I'm very carefully and very selective. Mm-hmm. And I try not to. But I do think, I mean, with, here we go off topic. Um, it is like you should judge the situation and you know when and where you should or shouldn't use it or how you could. Like to me, everyone's got a telephone voice. Do you know what I mean? Like if I was having a serious conversation or going to an interview, I wouldn't talk like I'm talking to you now, you know. Oh, yes. Not to worry. That's ever so kind. Thank you very much. <laughs> Everyone's got it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I talk to people the same as if if, we, if they were my friends. Okay, maybe not changing the accent, but if you was to meet the Queen, you wouldn't say, "All right, fucking governor, you right." You just wouldn't swear in front of her. You do, what I'm saying is, you just read the situation, you know. And I'm not saying if you went to a party and the Queen was there, you wouldn't be laughing and say f this, f that in a conversation. Of course you would, but it's it, yeah, it's it's just being appropriate, really. But there ain't nothing wrong with a few expletives. Beep 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 beep. So you wouldn't cuss in front of the Queen? Is that what you're telling me? Depends on the situation. If it warranted an f bomb, yeah. I'd be so excited. I'd be like, F and A right. <laughs> it's a bit like, have you seen um, Love Actually, when Hugh Grant is the Prime Minister? Yeah. And Martin McClutchin, when she meets him, she was like, oh, I'm so, I was so fucking excited. I thought I was going to swear. Oh, my God, shit, I've just sworn. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. she was telling herself, don't swear, don't swear, which made her swear. And then she swore because she'd sworn. Do you know what I mean? Well, she was just being honest. That's how she truly is. There you go. If you're a true concert, it happens. I happen to like swearing. It it's, feels good. Yeah. It comes like, out effortless. Uh, it comes out effortless. It's part of the vocab. Yes, it is. You're absolutely right. Okay. Going back to honesty, if you was in shop and, okay, not a shop, then you, oh, it's different for you. I was going to say a cash machine, but you drive up to your bloody banks and get the money out. You don't even have to get out of your car. You have an ATM though, right? Yeah. Say you was behind somebody at the ATM. They took out their money, walked off. You went to put your card in because it was your turn next, but you saw like $20 poking out the machine what they left. Would you give it to them or would you keep it? Oh, i give it to them. Is there yeah. anything like that that you wouldn't do? Like you wouldn't, you'd keep it? Any scenario? A scenario where I have to give somebody their money back? Not just money, like anything. Somebody could drop something or leave something or... If someone drops something and I know who the person is, I'm going to give them their money. Okay. Now, if I'm randomly walking down the street and I find $20, the $20 is now mine. Okay, so what if you 
went out to a car, say you went to the supermarket or whatever, went back to your car and there was a bag next to your car. And when you looked in the bag, it was full of money. But you look around, there's nobody around you. Are you keeping the money? Ooh, that's a tough decision right there. If there's a car next to me, or is it just a if it's just a car all by itself? It might be a car like a couple of spaces down, but nobody is around you immediately, you know. But you don't know how long the bag's been there. It depends on the amount of money, because I, I tell you right now, if it's a large amount, ten grand, I'm, I'm turning it in. What? Why? Because 95 percent of the time. If it's 10 grand, the reward is much higher. Not necessarily here. You don't get a reward over here. You never know. That money could have been stolen. And there was a reward out for that money. Okay. Let's just say nothing or was on... a reward of just good conscience. Nothing was on the news to say anything's been stolen or anything like that. You're still giving it back? Yeah. What happened it's to find this keepers? First of all, you got to look at my skin tone. And then you got to understand that I don't want to be caught up in anything unnecessary. Okay, so you specifically said you would keep $20 if you found it on the street, right? Heck yeah. So from $20 to 10 grand, at what point does it go from keeping it to handing it in? $100, uh, $500,000? What are we talking? I don't know. I, it, it has to happen for me to understand. It's, it's one of those... What would you do type moments? Okay, but with the bag situation with the 10 grand, even if you was in dire straits, you wouldn't keep it. No. Now, would you do this? My dad was telling me this this weekend. He watched a show where there were two friends, okay? Mm -hmm. And he told his friend, I want to see how good of a friend he is to me. Right. So he picked the guy up. He says, hey, man, I got some studio time. Is it possible you can give me a ride? And the guy was like, yeah, yeah, I can give you a ride. Picks him up. So as they're riding, you know, man, he's telling him, yeah, I'm going into the studio. What he didn't know is that he laid a wad of money in his seat like it fell out. So then he turns around, he leaves waits a couple, you know, maybe 20 minutes, whatever. And he calls the guy back. And the guy goes, hey, man, I lost some money. Did anything happen to fall out in your passenger seat? Okay. And the guy was like, oh, I haven't looked. I, I can look and see. Okay. Now, it's a wad of money. Okay. The guy gave his friend $60 out of that wad of money. So he found $60. So then he told his friend, he told his friend that they couldn't be friends anymore. And that in actuality, the money, all the money was fake. Okay. But it was more than $60. And he says, yo, just drop me off. We're no longer friends. Would you stop being a person's friend because of that? Yeah, because if they were your real true friend, they wouldn't have done that in the first place. Now, here's another question. I've seen this trend, right, on TikTok. So let me just say, say me and the dude, right? 
the dude is here with sitting right next to me yeah and and she and i pick up her phone and i call her husband and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen and, it. yeah and uh no sorry her husband calls me and says hold on let me get it around the right way because i'm getting confused okay so it, it would be this way michaela and her husband are together right her husband calls me and says yo michaela just told me she's at yours um just checking everything's all right am i gonna lie and say yes she's here even though she's sat right next to him right there was a guy and his wife she picked up the phone and called his friend she was like oh hey he said he was with you uh, i just wanted to ask him and he went um yeah he's just gone to the bathroom hold on a second he then calls the husband's phone like you see the phone is ringing right next to her and he's like yo she wants to speak to you I don't know what happened after that but my theory is would you lie if one of your friend's wives called you and said yo eric said he was with you tonight you know is he at yours he's not here you haven't spoken to him he ain't with you are you lying i'm a true friend i'll ride for it <laughs> and you know what this is a total contradiction because i say honesty is the best policy but if i know if michaela's husband calls me and says is she with you and she's not there's a problem do you know what i mean we mm -hmm. oh, she's in trouble or something's wrong so i'm gonna say yeah i ain't even got to think about it i ain't got to speak to her yeah, yes. like i ain't even gonna think twice i'm just yes like she's with me next minute i'm on the blower to her yo dude what's occurring you got to sort this mess out, da 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 whatever, whatever. Yeah, I, I've been caught up in situations like that with friends, whether it's true or not, if they were with me or not. But 95% of the time, they were with me or I was with them. Mm. But true friends, yeah, I'm riding. I'm riding. I'm riding with them. I'm riding with them till the wheels fall off. So if they're with you, if they're genuinely with you, do you say to them, yo, your chick's got an issue, man. You need to sort that out. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I had a, I had a homeboy who was here and visiting and him and his lady got into it hot and heavy. And I was just like, dude, the best thing for you to do, go on home, man. Figure that, work that out. Go on home, man. Because the worst thing you would want to be as a friend is to be caught up in a relationship caught up in the middle of a relationship mm. being a good friend you know what i mean like i got i got good i got good male friends good female friends too and they would they would ride for me and i would ride for them but you never want to put your friends in them situations mm. you know what i mean that's what it's i gotta, mean when it's i say like dire straight like like you said it's got to be a problem there's something's going on yeah because it's not the sort of thing that happens every day, right? Yeah. I mean, now, let's not get it twisted. If it turned around that it started to happen on a regular, I'd be like, yo, no, this is a, don't drag me into this, man. Yeah. Now, if it was a regular occurrence, I would say, I would still would say, yeah, but then I would, I would come to you and be like, look here. This is the third time Joe Splo asked if you were here. And I don't say, yeah, the next time I'm going to let you know next time I'm going to say no because mm. I, I don't want to be caught up in the middle of it. Mm. That's being honest. Yeah.
So how many times would you let it go before you said something? I think twice. Once you you flag that there's an issue, um, twice you still haven't sorted out your she's ish, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, where is it? I was just going to say something about honesty. But so, then there also there is also a thing on TikTok where the guy calls the girl's best friend. Mm. Like, yo, me and so and so broke up. Do you want to hook up? Oh yeah. And they turn out really ugly. Funny you should say that. I have got a friend, and okay, when I say a friend, obviously she's somebody I know. Are we like bosom buddies? No, but I associate. know associate. Yeah, associate, um, acquaintance, <laughs> whatever bracket, but 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 anyway. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Face, I'm going to see if I can find it. Do you know me? I like to deal in facts. So I like to read word for word. I ain't going to chuck her under the bus, obviously, but I'm going to read to you what her... I mean, I personally wouldn't have put this on my social media status, but hey, it says, watch the people around you that call themselves so-called friends. Are they genuinely happy for you or do they want what you have? Uh... Quantity of years doesn't equal quality of loyalty. My ex-friend is now dating my ex-boyfriend. Wow. Yeah, I ain't doing that. Some of the comments were like, oh, my God. So basically she was eyeing him up the whole time you two was together, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's not necessarily true. It depends on it depends on how long the breakup is if they broke up but i i me personally wouldn't do it well what is it they so excuse the expletive they say don't shit where you eat right no so i personally i think i it's an underwritten rule you don't date your friends exes yeah or your brothers I mean, or your sister's exes whatever yeah yeah that's that's a given right there yeah that's like the underwritten rule, the law, whatever. Now, don't get it twisted. I know people that are have dated friends, have even gone on to marry somebody where they dated one of their friends previously, you know. Oh, uh, I... Different strokes for different I know folks. some people that's that's got a web of relationship entanglements. But I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm always up front and I've asked the question, ain't that awkward? Like when you go on a night out or whatever, you two are still friends. She was with him, but now she's with you, you know, and they were that's like, an awkward, that's did, an awkward double date. To be fair, they did say it was awkward in the beginning, but now it's just, you know, fine. They don't care. No. Oh, no, I would have to. I don't know. I would have to say, no, that's not my cup of tea. Not mine either. I'm, I'm not taking anybody's tea. leftovers. Oh, no. Sloppy seconds. Oh, no. No. There's, there's how many know. how many billion people in the world, you know? Yeah. And you want to get with your, your homeboy's ex. 
or your homegirl's ex. Some people can handle it and some people can't, honestly. <laughs> now, types changing, not ch changing, well, yeah, changing the subject. I, uh, this is how you know people watch the show. Because I, I had a message from my dad on Friday and he said, Good job you're not running the country because I'd have had to take my driving test again and I don't think I will pass. <laughs> <laughs> because my honest opinion was I think you should take it every year after the age of 60. You think so? I don't think so. I think if you're still capable to drive. But capable in whose eyes? In your eyes. I mean, as long as you ain't tearing up the road. Now... I've known some people that were up in age and been in some serious car accidents and they were just like, yeah, no more driving for you. There was a TV series actually, you know, like a reality TV series here called, um, well, I can't remember what it was called, but basically it was about old people, you know, and can they still drive? And anybody, I'm sure it was over the age of 70, um, either their family member would have had to have put them forward or they put themselves forward and they go out for a driving test. And basically, if the driving instructor says, no, you, you shouldn't be on the road, obviously it's their choice whether they still do or not. But, yeah, there were some crazy, crazy people. Honestly, if you got a license, you should be allowed to drive. Now, if you get to the point of where commit some serious damage and your license needs to be revoked. Yeah, but sometimes people are in denial. They don't realise it. They're not being honest with themselves. Sometimes it takes an outside person to say, yo, the come on now, June, get that licence put away because you're a terrible driver. Put that licence away because you're a terrible driver. Nah, sorry. I disagree with that. Well, that's because you're going to be one of those people that when you're still 80, you're going to be driving, scraping your alloys up on the curb, thinking you're still blooming a race driver. Will motion, if need be. Heck yeah. I'm going to be driving as long as, they, as long as the law allows me to. I'm going to be driving. If it's got a stern wheel and some wheels, I'm on. Huh? Lord help us. I drive for a living. It's going to be kind of hard for me not to drive. I hear that. But anyway, um, we seem to be on the same wavelength about honesty, fake friends, people's masks slipping, true colours. So they're true colours? Well, I say we're on the same wavelength. You're handing in a whole heap of cash if you find it, I ain't. You ain't? Finders keepers. Now, what if you open that bag and some just buses in your face and all the money's ruined anyway? Well, then I'll say, who the hell left a stupid bag there? That was a stupid thing to do. So probably a prank. We stole it. There comes the ATP yawn. ATP yawn. Know what that means. Know what that means. You're going to you know sleep. Know what that means. Go on. Know what that means. On to the next one. Honesty is always the best policy. The only, the only policy. Certain, certain circumstances. If you find a bag of money, it ain't. 
All right, folks. Sunday's meeting settings program has entered. Adjourned. Adjourned. Yeah, meeting, meeting adjourned. adjourned. <laughs> this is Soph. This is Rich. And we are from across the pond. I still can't hey, wait to hear to the whole say one song. thing I forgot to tell you. OMG. You know, you're a boxing fanatic. Pacquiao got his head beat in last night. Well, I think he's had his time, to be fair. I mean, he hasn't fought in two years, so. There you go. 42. Going back to the jingle, I can't wait to hear the whole song. I know. Also... I can yes. say it now. I'm going to see you on Wednesday. <laughs> what? Remember on Friday's show, I said I'm going to see you on Wednesday and we hadn't even done Sunday's show yet because I was so tired. My brain was all over the gaff. Yes. So I'm saying today I can actually say I'm going to see you on Wednesday. See you on Wednesday. I'm going to see you on Wednesday. We're going to see them on Friday. Friday. Yep. Yep.